Between the Ribs with host Jonathan Morris, fourth generation farmer, first-hand insight into farming, faith, and family, as only Jonathan can bring Between the Ribs, Between the Ribs on Florida Man Radio. 1001, 1002, oh, I was doing push-ups. Florida Man Radio, what's cracking, lacking? This is Between <laughs> the Ribs with your boy, Jonathan Morris. On the ones and twos, or she calls it the board, producing. Heather Hippopotamus is in the house. What's up? What up? What up? Guys, ladies and gentlemen, germs and worms, buckle up. We got a hell of a show for you today. The topic of the show is seed beds. We had an open mic on Tuesday on the Shannon Burke Show. Guy asked about seed beds, what I thought about them, my opinion on them. Eric conveniently said, tune in on Between the Ribs and John to tell you all about them. He so, kind of set us up. That launched us into a show of seedbeds. Also on the heels of the 51st March for Life, so it got my brain thinking, and I'm a farmer, right? So I'm thinking, what good is vegetable seedbeds if we don't have human seedbeds, a.k.a. mama's wombs? Ooh. So we got a heck of a show, but first, we the first segment, we sell meat. Yes, you So do. let's get the housekeeping, the cleaning, the dusting, the laundry out the way. We got a special guest today calling in at the 425 hours. So you got to stick around. It's not just me running my mouth. We have a professional, uh, executive director, Vicki Matthews. And uh, she, uh, Heather's so excited. She's I'm getting, so excited. Heather set this up. So thank you, Heather, for this. Um, this is going to be great. All right. The show, the show, the shop is open till 6. And I have to, I, I'm going to try to control myself. This has been the best day we've had in two years. Wow. At one point, we had to open the door and leave the door open so people could stay in line because we had so many people in the shop making the horseshoe that we couldn't get them in and out. And I, we had to open the door and say, just keep lining up, keep lining up, don't worry. And my boys were going bat crap crazy. And I was like, guys, forget everything you know. You identify a body, a person, you pick that person out, and you stick with them from, from tomato to tomato to chicken to beef to pork, and then you hand them off to Aurora and she'll cash them out. And then it's one person at a time. I actually, if, if it keeps going like it's going, I'm going to have to get a pool of number thing when you walk in. Oh, that's funny. Because we skipped like eight people. Oh, no. But, they, well, but we had the best customers on the planet. I hate using the word customer. Exten, extended they're, family. Yeah. Extended family. So they're like, I'm cool. I'm fine. The boys are doing a great job. Mr. Boy's chill. I was cutting meat like a rabbit humping a football. Is that a bad analogy? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I don't know if rabbits could hump a football, but if they could, you get a visual of a rabbit. Okay, so what were you cooking today? Because I know oh. last weekend you were making beef ribs. The beef ribs are sold out. Yeah. Oh, Heather, so I get sorry. it. I get it. No, so, I, Bob, had, my bad. I, I had them last weekend, and it was the first time I've had your beef ribs. And holy and moly, I don't think I've ever tasted meat that good. Like, I'm a person who, you put ham in front of me, I don't care who baked it, I will eat it because it's ham, and I love ham. But you know what? Those beef ribs were better than any ham I've ever had. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) You need a better analogy for my beef ribs. I mean, okay, I I have often said that I wish they made gum in ham flavor, because I love ham so much. So I'm saying, if they made gum in beef rib flavor, I would... You would not eat ham. I, I need to eat more beef rib. Okay. That's just all that is. All right. I, 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 Donnie was coming to buy the last slab of beef ribs. Um, I sold out for the first time ever. We introduced beef ribs a couple months ago. It took a long time because, you know, people were like, man, beef ribs can be chewy. They can be fatty. They can be this. Not yours. Finally, I got my beef ribs in people's mouths, and 
It has been nonstop today. We actually sold out of beef ribs. So next week, I'm going to have to double down. Guys, let's get started from the beginning so I don't miss anything. Shops open till 6. These are in-store options only. So if you live in Central Florida, you got plenty of time anywhere. You can be a window man and get to my shop at time. So don't, you can be a D-Bay, the land, and still get to my shop at time. So don't be like, oh, I live too far away. Now, if you're in Fort Walton, sorry, guys. But uh, and thank you, Fort Walton. I had a great weekend last weekend in Fort Walton. Y'all guys are incredible. I love y'all. Thank you for tuning in. I hear they may even play me in a bowling alley somewhere down there. So thank y'all very much. But in-store only today. Spend $100 in cash. We're giving you four free boneless pork chops. Oh, my gosh. Now, for you crackers out there that don't carry cash, I only have my card. I get it. Whatever. Spend $150 on the card, and I'll give you four free pork chops. Nice. Fair deal. That's till 6 o'clock or until I'm out of pork chops. Where's your shop? My shop. I'm glad you asked. It's conveniently located in downtown Lake Mary, one block from the Sunrail. 407-402-5686 is the number. 101 North Country Club Road, Suite 127 is the shop. You don't have to be a pinpoint like bird dog to find it. Just get close and smell <laughs> and follow the smoke. Cause we got the barrel smoker out there rolling. The smoker is loaded. We've got pulled pork. We've got brisket. We've got tri-tip that melts in your mouth like butter. We got baby back ribs, spare ribs, and I even smoked pork belly. Mm-hmm. Fat cat pork belly, sliced up, diced up, any way you want it. The beef ribs were there. Donnie was supposed to be there at 3.30 to buy the last one, so if he showed up, he's only pretty consistent. Uh, Donnie's the only guy I know. That hey, Donnie, if you're not there, I'm going. Donnie will show up in some, <laughs> listen, do you know they still make penny loafers? Yes. Donnie will show up in some slacks, penny loafers, and a flower short shirt in a tan interior pearl white Porsche. Oh. And Bob played a beef, beef ribs and have them all over his face. I mean, it's, and I then, got it. I and then wipe it. himself off and slide into his Porsche and drive away into the sunset. <laughs> Donnie's awesome. I love him. All right. He, you ready? You sitting down for this one? You better not be sitting down. You better be cranking your car, your truck, or your motorcycle. Tomahawks. Mm. We like them in 32 days. But I cut way too many because we were selling like hotcakes, and that's okay. So wait, you only have them every 32 days? No, I age them 32 days. Oh, you age them, okay. Yeah, we aged the loin 32 days, and then we cut the tomahawk, all right? That's a great time. To, uh, whenever you have something with that much bone in it, mm-hmm. if you age it too long, long, it doesn't go bad. The bone just gets a strong smell on it. So people are like, oh, man, I opened that tomahawk, and that bone was ha- yeah, it's the bone. Cut it off, eat it. It's still great. I had 10 left when I left the shop. I called Aurora on the way down here, and Julie was like, what? Daddy said, what? Daddy, are you on drugs? Sell the Tomahawks for $50, all of them. Get rid of them. We ain't weighing them no more. They're, when you weigh a Tomahawk, they're between $100 and $115, $118. All right, this How much is, do they weigh? 2.8 to 3.5 pounds. Okay. And they're, and, 30, and, and they're $32 a pound. And right. they are big enough them. that I could feed my entire family off. Oh, of, wait. Off of I just, wait. The store is listening. I just got a text. We have one tomahawk left, and we have two bone portion beef ribs left. Do you want us to save them for you, Heather? Uh, well, if Donnie gets there first, it's okay. No, Donnie's been there and gone. Oh. All right, guys, take the two beef ribs, wrap them up for Bobbyless and Heather Hippopotamus. They'll be delivered with your CSA tomorrow. <gasps> All right, beef ribs are gone. Porterhouses. 40-day drives porterhouses. They got about 50 days on them now. 
So I got all crazy last week. I was doing these sales. Remember we did that special? Oh, yeah. If you, uh, if you call in, leave an open mic, get a half-off porterhouse, tomahawk stuff. So I just went crazy, and we cut, we cut a bunch. So they're not bad. They just they need to go. They need to be eaten. So in-store only, I cannot ship them. Tomahawk, the last one is there, 50 bucks. I think we got like eight porterhouses, the 40-day drives ones we do, 50 bucks. They're normally... They're normally $65, 70 steaks. They're like a two-and-a-half-pound steak. They're nice. You know what I mean? They're $40 yeah. a pound. So you're getting them for 50 bucks. If you go there and the kids want to sell them for 40 sell them for 40 I don't care. Just get rid of them. When I get off the air at 6, I want zero tomahawks and zero porterhouses in my shop. Now for my, kids. Now for my... <laughs> oh, three porterhouses are left. All Guys, right. this is real time. I feel like that guy on that show... Uh, what's that show where they sell stuff? The Home Shopping Network? QVC? Yeah, QVC. Okay. <laughs> we'll, call it the, we'll call it Meat VC. The Meat Something Network. Anyways, let me turn my phone down. It keeps beeping. Um, for my veggie lovers out there, well, do you want to talk about the smoker first? Oh, I already did. We, talked, we went over the smoker. We're doing uh, beef for $20 a pound, pork $17 a pound, ribs are $15 a half, $30 a whole slab. Just go in there and get it. Just, just get a plate of meat. That's all you need. We have people walk up and be like, hey, cut me off. Well, we're on the radio. For the people on the camera, on TikTok, they say, cut me off this much ribeye or this much brisket or this much pork. No problem. Then we fill up trays. It's about as country as you can get. For my veggie lovers out, lovers out there, you ready? Yes. Florida celery, Florida broccoli. Oh, my God. I love the broccoli. You're going to get it in your bag tomorrow. Awesome. Mix and match. One for three, two for five. Florida sweet onions. We just started dugging them. Digging them? Yeah, we dug them. Well, we dug them. You dig them. We, you dig them. We dug them. All right? Florida sweet onions will change your life. You can wipe it off with your jeans and eat them like an apple when you walk through the field. I, don't, I, I like onions, but I'm not doing that. We got them two for $5. <laughs> and then I brought Heather a snack. Thank you, Julian, if you're listening. Julian packed two pints of strawberries for his basketball game, and then he forgot them in the Yukon. Oh, sorry, Julian. No, he's They're good. delicious. He, 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 he stopped. <laughs> Listen, I shouldn't be talking about other businesses, but Beth Burger Bar is a local business. They're locally owned, and they're awesome in Lake Mary. They make this thing called a fried macaroni and cheese bite. Oh, and I it's that. stupid. It's, it's so, so good. It's stupid. I was so mad the other night because Julian and Amy went out and got them, and then they texted me, hey, Dad, we're at Beth's. Hey, give me some of the mac and cheese bites. Oh, they just closed their fryer. Sorry. Then why'd y'all call me? Y'all are so cruel. All right, so um, Julian has food. He's good. So I brought Heather in the two pints of strawberries, and um, you're happy. You're, you're like, I love strawberries. I love that you love them. All right, so Plant City strawberries are in the house. Mix and match celery and broccoli until they're gone. One for three, two for five. We have a special in the front of the store over in the corner um, where we bag stuff. Is this? It was cut earlier in the week. It's not bad. It's still very juiceable, still very healthy. Cut it up. We'll put like two celery in a bag for a dollar, two romaines in a bag for a dollar, right? Just stuff. We don't want to throw it away. Right, right. We're about preservation of life. This show today, that we should title this show Preservation of Life Seed Bed Accounts. All right. All right. So get on down to the store. Go see the team. They're there till six. It's, it's a fantastic day. It's a great environment. The shop has a heartbeat. I mean, we're always alive. We're alive people. And if you've been in our business, you know how I'm like a character, right? Almost. I just, I'm running around there like, a, you know, like just, you know, you know, you know how I act. But the boys are on fire. The girls are on fire. Aurora is like a general. She's 17 years old and she runs that shop like a Nazi. Well, no, like a Russian tank commander. <laughs> I don't know the right word. 
Like a freedom fighter fighting for America. She runs that shop like a mom. She's going to be a good mom one day. Like a boss. Like a boss. She runs it like, like a, a boss. boss. Yeah. yeah, boss. B-O-S-S, boss. So I'm excited. Uh, the shop's got great things. The restaurant's coming along. Demolition starts next week. And then the remodeling begins. We're shooting for March 15th opening of the takeout barbecue joint. Um Right next to us in, in in the you know in the butcher shop where we're at, talking about seed beds, guys. We talk about and, and we're going to talk about vegetable seed beds. We're going to talk about the misconception, how the government tries to mislead you and fool you. Is that our girl? Yeah, All right, okay. So how the government's trying to trick us, mislead us, give you a bunch of information you don't need to make it seem impossible. Later on in the show today, I'm going to tell you about seed beds, different types of seed beds, and how to have your own seed bed in your house or in your backyard so you're not depending on some corporate company to send you 3,000 mils that are good for 27 years and got all the protein you need, right? We don't get down like that. I'm going to teach you how to grow your own food in the apocalypse. But when we get back, we're on the heels of the 51st anniversary March for Life in D.C. I started looking into this. Because I had the idea of seed beds and human seed beds. And I realized there's something. There's something local right here in our backyard. You don't have to go to D.C. to get involved. You can make a difference right here. Vicki Matthews, director of, the executive director of Choices Women Clinic. When we get back, she's on the line. She's here. We're fixing to break your necks off. Florida Man Radio, we'll be right back. Getting you back between the ribs with Jonathan Morris on Florida Man Radio. Just the other day, I wrote down all the things I'd say, but I couldn't. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We are back. This, uh, I, I titled this segment, and I and had this taken notes, because this is going to be something we probably say forever. Pro-choice flipped upside down. You've heard the debate about pro-life, pro-choice, where do you stand, Republican, Democrat, conservative, liberal. We're going to throw all that out the window because none of that matters right now, okay? This next conversation piece is not judgmental. We're not beating anybody up. If you're someone who's already had an abortion, let's say you were 19, 18, 17, this isn't a judgment thing, right? This isn't a belittlement thing. If you're pregnant right now and you're on the fence about having an abortion and having your baby, no one's beating you up. I love the fact, it took me a little bit to understand the text message from from Heather about the word choices because I was like, we're pro-life, Florida Man Radio, and Jonathan Morris and Morris Family Farms. Um, and then when I understood the word choices for, for Vicky's operation, it made so much sense. So this isn't a fight. This isn't an argument. This is an educational piece to give you the options you have. And Vicky got God. She got choices. So we're going to bring Vicky <laughs> Matthews on. She is the executive director of Choices Women's Clinic that exists to encourage and equip women and men to make informed Pregnancy decisions. Vicki, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thanks so much for having me. Yes, ma'am. And I am a man, right? I'm a grizzly bear man. I have a wife and I have eight <laughs> kids. So I'm going to let the experts talk. Heather has some questions. I'm going to chime in because I also have a daughter with Down syndrome. And mm. even though I had a, a Christian doctor and the same doctor that delivered my first few children was first the doctor. Four. First four was the doctor that delivered me. Matter of fact, I come from a little small town called Pahokee, Florida, and Dr. Hatton was the town doctor. Um, 
But we also were given the the conversation piece of, hey, you have a daughter that has an extra chromosome, and it, you, know, you find mm-hmm. out that it's your fault. You have the t- extra Y chromosome as the man, and she's going to have Down syndrome, and what kind of her heart may beat backwards, and what kind of quality of life, and she may not live long. She may only live 18, 20 years. Like, you know, you have options, and we're like, well, yeah, we're going to have our baby and have her as long as God will give us to her or give her mm-hmm. to us. You good? So I'm going to let Heather start because I have some questions. And- you went on to have three more children after that. Oh yeah, we that have, were absolutely. Yes, we have eight. We have a couple of normal heaven. chromosomes. You know, when you have a bunch of kids, you have some miscarriages. So we have a couple of them. We have we have uh, we have eight children. Yes. Oh yeah. Alana was the only one out of eight. And she was number five. She was number five. Yes. And she's beautiful. She's mm-hmm. a rock star. What a blessing. Yes. Yes, ma'am. And um, I'll let you talk, and then I'll go back. I had someone ask me one time. Well, you know, I'll just say it real quick, and I'll get out of the way. Well, how do you know Alana has a good life? I was like, excuse me. Because we had this joke in our house where we'll go up to Alana and be like, there ain't nothing down about you. You're the smartest <laughs> one in the room. Uh, every day, Alana comes home from school. She grabs her pedia shares because she's 19. No, she's 20. And she still eats baby food number three. And she drinks seven pedia shares a day because she can't chew and digest food. Mm-hmm. She gets her pedia shares. She gets her snack. She goes, deuces, Dad. Goes into her bedroom, turns on her karaoke machine, puts on her headphones, and for four hours, she sings at the top of her lungs, for Red Hawk, Green Hawk, and Captain America. She does a concert for him every day. And, is, it, and it's absolutely amazing. All right? So, Vicky, okay, I have heard about choices um, from a family member for the past year, and everything about you guys has been amazing. And the name, Choices, is interesting. How did you come up with it that? Is. Why did you pick it that? Is. Well, I am not going to take any personal credit for that, but let me tell you a quick history lesson. So this ministry started, it was actually the first pregnancy center that started here in the Central Florida area, uh, now 40 years ago. And um, after many years, we became medical. Um, Again, that's something that really um, is pretty much required today in order to be relevant to meet women that are considering abortion is to provide ultrasound, which requires a medical model. And the person who was my predecessor said, hey, let's name that part of the organization Choices Women's Clinic. So when I came on board 10 years ago, I was captivated by the fact that people were walking through our doors making an assumption that we were an abortion clinic. And I actually love that because I don't feel like I have to apologize for a service I do not do. Right. I only get to talk about and work on the things that we do do, which is vital for any woman and man who are actually considering abortion. So there you have it. I think it's fantastic, first of all, because I love it. Because there's all kind of companies out there that do that bait and switch thing. And now, yeah. that, now that you're doing it for bad reasons, you just your 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 name is self-explanatory. You choices. You have choices. But that's right. People associate it with pro-choice, right to women's choice. I'm going to go kill a baby. Exactly. I mean, here's the deal: we we don't get to make that choice for another person. Every woman who walks through our doors, we can't make that choice. It's it's not mine to make. I've made my choices in life. I bet you have too. But how about an informed choice? How about an educated choice? How about a choice that is based on a professional medical 
uh, services at no cost to them so that people can make a healthy choice for themselves. Education is empowerment. So that's what we're doing. We're there to empower people to make a healthy decision. I'm curious, like, how, what percentage of the people that come in end up staying with y'all and being like, you know what, you're right. There are a lot of choices here to make my life better and to continue doing, or, you know, to continue growing the baby. How many, do do most of the people stick with you guys? Or some of them are like, yeah, no, I'm not not falling for this or whatever they think it is. Yeah, they really do, Heather, because what we do and what we believe in at Choices is we believe in a... You know, our our model is excellence. Our DNA, our motto is roll out the red carpet. So we believe that we have to earn the right to be respected, that we need to give people a, a place where they we can build trust and safety and believe in the dignity that they have to make good choices. So we roll out the red carpet. So when people come to one of our large medical clinics, and it is at no cost to them, and it's the nicest place they've ever been in town. They're like, whoa, who are you people? What, what are you doing? So we don't bait and switch. We don't dupe them. Most often, uh, these uh, appointments are made over the phone ahead of time. And so we'll talk to them about the screening and the things that they need to consider before they have abortion. To seek medical education. Real quick, you mean to tell me you actually treat young women like human beings instead of dirt bags that are making terrible decisions? We do, and I will tell you this. We do not judge them, and that's what allows them to stay. Is we awesome. meet them where we where they are. And, you know, we don't have an agenda. It's not a save the baby agenda. It's a love the woman agenda, love the man agenda, like love where they're at, meet them where they're at. And we believe in that and in giving them the dignity they deserve, that they will make a good, healthy decision. So when you said, Heather, you know, do people get mad and walk out? Occasionally that happens, but very rarely, because once people come, to our clinic, they're like, hey, these people are really nice. They're the nicest people I've ever met. I believe Wow, that. this is incredible. And so, you know, that's that's kind of how that rolls out. And again, we're not there to dupe them. We're not there to bait and switch them. But we have a very highly professional medical process. Um, and it meets them where they are. That, that was, that's awesome. Let me just say, my dad taught me that a couple of years ago. You know, I, I used to be an ironclad fist type of father. And I, I had a daughter, not pregnant, but just, you know, a daughter. She's rebellious, whatever, older. And my dad said, finally to me, he's like, Jonathan, you and the Bible and all that, are you going to continue to tell your daughter what you stand against and the line in the sand? Or are you going to start showing her what you're for and that you actually love her and care about her and meet her mm-hmm. where she's at? And, when I, and I didn't realize I was doing it. And when I made that switch, Audrina and I now have a, a, a fantastic relationship, and we talk all the time, and, you know, she's, she's living her best life. She's doing great things. Um, so the fact that what you just said, I just want to reedify that you're not in there as, we got to save the baby, save the baby, save the baby, save the baby. You're in there for the mom, for the human being, the mother that is in a predicament, whether by choice or by, you know, horatry or, or whatever circumstance she became pregnant your number one concern is her and exactly. then to help her make the best decision for her. And of course 
by proxy the child inside of her. Yes, absolutely. And before Heather has another question, did I read somewhere? She's she's giddy. I got to let her talk. Do y'all have something where you don't focus on the heartbeat? Did I read that somewhere? That that was my statement. You text it's like that to me. where yeah, um, where it's not about hey, look, here's a heartbeat. There's a baby inside of you. It's like oh, you're in distress and. Look, there's resources. What yeah. help do you need? Let's 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 figure this out and address those issues. Am I correct in that, Vicky? Yeah, I mean the reality to me is in today's culture, like doesn't everybody know it's a baby? Like really? <laughs> come on, let's just let's just be real. Right. Like people don't come in and see their baby on ultrasound and go, "Oh my gosh, it's a baby. Right? <laughs> that just rarely happens today. Uh, I thought it was just but a But you cup. know what we get them to do? We get them to pause. You know why? This is a major decision that's going to impact their life. The abortion industry wants them to hurry and make the decision, right? right. Yes. Their, their motto is out. not only my choice, my body, but hurry up and make this decision. Make it in a box. Make it without education. Make it without thinking through. Let's just hurry up. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. And so we say we're pretty much the opposite of that. We're like, hey, you have time to make this decision. This is a big decision. You need to think about this decision. Let's look at some potential risk of this decision in your life, physically, spiritually, mentally. We look at the whole woman. So I know Jonathan keeps coming back to like 19 year old girl, but what are the steps or how do they differ that you go through when, you know, a teenage mom comes in versus maybe like an older mom come or just anyone in between? What are what are the steps that you take with those people that are on the fence? Not sure what to do. Well, you know. 76% of those that walk through the door are seeking abortion. That means they have their abortion scheduled, they're looking for an abortion, or they think we do an abortion, or all the above, okay? So, you know, we just, everybody gets treated the same, whether they're 14 years old. We actually had, I hate to say this, but we actually had a 13-year-old last week. Guess what? We also had a 52-year-old. Like, what? (sighs) What? Yeah, it's true. So, you know, the average age of a woman considering abortion, the majority of abortions are done between, you know, 18, 19 years old up to 22, 23. That's the majority. So, yes, do we see young teenagers on occasion? Do we see older women? Yeah, on occasion. You know, there's no, there really aren't a lot of stereotypes today because abortion has been legal for so long and it's so unfortunately culturally acceptable even for people who say well i don't agree with abortion but now i'm in this situation well they like holy, to bring up holy snikes right right now it's my daughter or now it's myself and my body and i don't, i can't do this right now people who have children who say you know it's not the right time for me to have another child can you imagine jonathan with eight children had you said that no, no, I'm, yeah, it's it, not really a good time right now. I, the oven's you know, closed. We're done. Money in the bank. Wow. You know, it's sad though, and I know we don't have enough time. I'd love to have you back on again one day because you just opened up a whole new segment. The the based on the world, like we know, young people that are not going to have kids because of climate change. They don't want to bring in another body that's going to have a footprint. <laughs> and no, but the, it's being taught right from different media sources and different 
colleges, and and it was, so we're not going to dig into that. But but what you just said, I couldn't fathom a family saying, "Hey, we can't afford another child. We can barely feed the ones we have. We're going to have to kill this one." Like I couldn't imagine that conversation at the dinner table. I don't think you have that conversation at the dinner table with your children. We, of course, not. But the husband <laughs> and the wife. Um, and so you you actually see people that are on the fence, not because they don't want kids; they already have kids. They just can't either afford or emotionally, physically sustain another one? Sometimes it it is I can't afford it. Sometimes it is I just don't want another one right now. I want it at another time in my life. This isn't really a good time for me. Sometimes it is, you know, I just started a new job or, you know, I'm going back for a master's degree or... You know, I've only been with this guy for a month or, you know, I don't really even know who the father of the baby is because I've really just broke up with one guy and now I'm with another guy or this relationship just started, you know, eight weeks ago. And I don't know if I really want to stay with this person. So why would I want to have their kid? Listen, there are reasons A to Z. When we have a culture that says it's okay to abort a baby for any reason at all, Throughout all of pregnancy, essentially, if you find the right state to go to, yeah. then it's permissible. Yeah. Okay. So some of the things that, you, well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to continue. Okay. Um, what are some of the things that y'all provide? I know y'all have parenting classes and mentoring. What if someone's like, I just don't have money. I don't have a place to stay. Do y'all help them figure that out? Or are you just like, okay, here's how you be a good parent, but go get a job in an apartment and how how do you handle that? Yeah. So we connect with community resources that can help them with any of those kinds of things, whether it is job skill training, finding a job, um, you know, but we're not afraid to write a check. Oh, wow. Say that that again. Somebody's rent. Say that again, please. We will write a check for their utilities because, you know, if they, if they're a single mom and they just had that baby and, and they need help, and they made a courageous t- decision to choose life. You know, we've bought groceries. We've paid for those things. Now, you know, we have a limit. We can't do that right. 100% of the time. We're nonprofit. We're 100% donor-funded. But I can tell you this. I tell my staff, no one should have an abortion because they think they can't afford it. Like, we are the church. Like, like, we will rally around this, but we just have to know the needs. And so we do want to network them back into a healthy community, healthy community services and healthy community in our churches. And so some of our churches kind of take these women under their wing, especially after they've had their baby, because they have more needs than what we're able to meet. And we love that because we're, we're not trying to be the church. So you're exactly. connecting to yes. you're, exactly. a, lot of, a lot of the arguments like, oh, what? So are you going to support the baby once the baby's right. here? Because the mom can't. Like, right. And yeah. y'all are saying, here are the resources. Yes. We're going to follow exactly. up. Exactly. No, I, I love it. You're committed to the long game. Do we, we, we going to take a break? Yeah. So, Vicki, listen, we got to take a quick break. We're going to try to work it where we can take a quick one. We're not going to play no music. We come back. We come right back to it. If you could please hang on. I do have a question because I know people in my life. What do you tell someone who has had an abortion and they're, they're feeling guilty about it? And I believe in Jesus. God forgives everything. Jesus says everything's covered in the blood if you ask for forgiveness. And not only that, when we get back, because you're 100% uh, donation funded, we're going to tell people how they can get involved. 
and they can help support. And we don't got to go to Washington, D.C. We can support local people having local babies right here in our local community. Florida Man Radio. Guys, pro-choice just got got. We'll be right back. Getting you back between the ribs with Jonathan Morris on Florida Man Radio. Yeah, let's let's roll. Let's roll it. We got Executive Director Vicki Matthews on the phone with us, and I'll value her time. It's a Saturday afternoon. Choices Women's Clinic. They are pro-choice. They're pro the right choice for education and support and development of a baby. Supportive and informational of a woman, yes, choices. Yes, to make the right place. Because here's the thing. The rest of the show, the show's about seed beds today, right? And what made me want to go into the segments is... What good are all the vegetable greenhouses and all the vegetable seed beds they're storing all over the world for the end of times if there ain't no people? The birth rate is at the lowest it's ever been. We're at 1.2 in America. Mm-hmm. That's less than two children per family. That's crazy. And mathematically speaking, Vicki, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm a farmer. You're an executive director. If two people only produce 1.2, eventually there's no more people, right? Exactly. So we need young women, young men, old women, old men getting together and saying, hey, we did the deed, we made the seed, now let's raise the crop, the crop being the child. <laughs> no, I mean, really, I, 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 hate to, I hate to make it that elementary, but that's basically, it's that simple. And, and I, I know people who have called me and texted me before. I've talked about abortion a lot of my shows because I'm very, I'm very big on life because li- li- I mean, I'm alive and I'm so glad my mom had me. And I love my eight children, and, 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 I, and I, I don't judge people who've had abortions. It's not my business. I don't know what happened. I have people say, well, my daughter was raped. What if your daughter was raped? I can't answer that because my daughter hasn't been raped. Oh, oh, I can answer that. And I've got friends who have been raped and had children from that rape. Like, a rape victim is a victim, but don't make them a victim mm-hmm. twice by... Uh, by making them the parent of a dead baby now. Right. Like, so, Vicky, well, that's enough. Do you, have, do you have, is that something in y'all's repertoire, for lack of a better word? Somebody comes in and says, hey, um, I've had an abortion and, and I, 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 don't want, I don't know what to do. Or everybody hates me or whatever. I don't know. But, but do, you, do you offer services for that also or, or no? We do. We offer support groups and do that individually or in small groups for women and then a separate one for men because it's real for them, too. If you're a mom or a dad, and you are, if you choose abortion, you're already a mom, mom or dad, right? Oh, wow, yes. You're like, right. Wow, yes. It's a big deal. It's not just for women. It's for men. And so when you think that one in four have had an abortion, wow. okay, so I'm one of those. And... You know, we're talking 40-plus years ago, and, you know, God used a ministry like this to bring me my own uh, place of acknowledgement, recognition, healing. And so I have such a passion for that person who might be listening out there today who's like, yeah, you know, when I hear the A word, like, what does that do to you? And so if that A word makes you um, really uncomfortable Call me. Call me personally. I want to talk with you. There's hope for you. There's health for you. So even those that do come in our doors, uh, Jonathan and Heather, um, you know, it's the same stat. We see women all the time who, you know, we had a woman the other day. She was crying because she's already had two abortions and she feels like she's pregnant again and she needs to have another one. Oh, my Mm. goodness. And the and toll it was that so takes painful, on and It was so awful and it was the most terrible experience of her life, but yet... She obviously feels 
whatever reasons, like, oh, I need to do this. Okay, um, so real quick, what did you tell her? I know you can't do details, right? We don't know names and all that stuff. But what was your advice to a girl who had two abortions, pregnant with her third child, getting ready to have a third abortion, and she's standing in front of you, Lord willing, the outcome was life. But what what is what do you say to me? I'm that girl. What do you say to me right now? Well, I think we would say, you know, okay, let's 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 talk about that. Let's what what is it that was so bad about it? How do you feel about that? And you know, just the reality of compounding that, like having more abortions, is not going to solve how bad you feel about the abortions you've already had. Right. Yes, Not right. to mention the toll it takes on her body each time she does. Right. Because right. isn't there, and I'm not trying to sidetrack, but isn't there grave danger possibly to a woman having an abortion? Or is it a cell? I don't, even, I don't know if we want to talk about this. Maybe we do. Maybe not. I'll let you be the judge of it. But is it just like a simple, <laughs> like, you know, shop back deal? Or is there something the woman goes through? Like you had surgery. Like, hey, you may die during this, or you may bleed out during this, or you may get blood clots during this, or or you may not walk again, or you may, I mean, are, are there risks to the woman having the abortion? There's always risk because, first of all, you know, you're pregnant, and in order to expel that pregnancy unnaturally, you know, a miscarriage is God's way to expel a pregnancy naturally. Abortion is not. Abortion is, is really taking an innocent life. And so, yes, of course there's potential risk involved, one of the things that people don't realize today, too, and a part of the abortion pro-choice industry is chemical abortion. And so women now have been put into their hands pills that they take at home to have self-induced abortions what? on their bathroom Plenty. in their bathroom. Are you serious? Like they, what do they do with the baby? 53%. Well, they can only be done up to 11 weeks, so it depends how close they are to that 11-week mark, right? Holy the further God. along you are, the more possibilities you're going to see a baby on your floor. baby parts. Oh, right. oh, my gosh. Otherwise, it could be a lot of bleeding. It could be infection. It could be trips to an emergency room. And so, you know, this is why we believe education is empowerment, right? Absolutely. So when a nurse with choices is able to talk about the potential risk involved, again, not just physically, but emotionally, based on where that person is spiritually, you know, we love to have that conversation, right? Because that's where we come from. And that's like the counseling um, And part. so, you know, yeah. So that's kind of where that goes. Wow. Okay. So Vicki, real quick. I don't know if you want to do it on air. You're more than welcome to. You may mention that someone can call you personally. Um, you can give that number out if you want to. And if you want Heather to. Or the clinic yeah. number. If Heather can also. Can we post yeah. it? Are we allowed to post this on our site? On Facebook and all that? Yep. Or post it on my site, Morris Family Farms. I don't care. Yeah. Um, so anyone can reach me through the office at 407-244-5529. Okay. And then. Uh, that, that's a, a way to get me there and just ask for Vicki Matthews and I'll. Definitely would love to have a personal conversation with you. Um, people can also visit. We have two websites. So for a person out there who is possibly in a place they never thought they would be, um, you can always go to uh, choiceswomensclinic.com and you can make an appointment there to come see us. And we will help you uh, through that situation <laughs> with all of our services, which are pregnancy testing, ultrasound, STD testing, 
um, a blood test to see how well, you know, um, if your blood clots well, et cetera. And then if you are a friend or partner or want to be and engage with Choices Women's Clinic, can I just say we need you. We need you. Because what can we, we do? are the vehicle for people to, to make healthy decisions. But we don't do that alone. We do that as a community. So we need you, community. Like, come on, let's do this. Hey, this is a so call to action. So you can reach us there. Yes. So what can we do yes. to get involved? I know you have a walk coming up, and this is cool. Yes. You don't have to fly. You know, people are like, oh, I can't go to Washington, <laughs> D.C. and march for life. But you know what? You don't have to. Vicki has That's it right, right here. So you have something coming up on April 20th, correct? We do. We have an annual walk for life. And guess what? Last year we raised $542,000. Wow. That's awesome. And every penny of that goes towards every situation I am just talking about right now to keep us afloat in our soon-to-be three clinics. We have two currently, one near downtown, one at UCF, and we're getting ready to open at Kissimmee. So, yes, people can participate in the walk. And you can reach us anytime as well as hear, uh, see testimonies, hear some testimonies on our website, which is choicesfriends.com. All right. How do people, two things. One, just throw out a ballpark number, right? Don't think about it. Throw out a ballpark number. Because I think there's people that will hear $540,000 and think, well, you don't need my help. I run a small business. I run three, <laughs> I run three small farms. So to me, a budget, you know, to some people, doesn't make sense. It makes sense to me. $500,000 probably doesn't cover a quarter of your operation. Um, do you have an idea of what your annual budget cost is to operate? Yes, our annual budget costs are about $2.5 million. Two and a half million. That would million. be with our third clinic, yes. Okay, so everybody listening, Jonathan Moore says get involved. All right, get involved. This isn't a fight or argument about Democrat, Republican, liberal, you know, taking uh, rights away from women. This isn't about that. This is about taking a human being, if it's your daughter, your sister, your aunt, your niece, right, and giving them the opportunity to have an education. And then if they still choose to, to, to do their own thing, that's their choice, right? They're an American citizen. But $2.5 million is what it costs to bring life to Central Florida and around the area. So get involved. If you can't walk, if you can't make it to the walk on the 20th, write a check. They take checks. That's right. Yep, for people yeah, who don't want to walk, write a check. <laughs> so you can either go ask some of your friends to support you, or you can come bring your check. But come, and that'll be at Blue Jacket Park in the morning, just a quick in and out. We'll have a little worship. We'll have actually a client there who's going to share her story. And we have a good time saying yes to life. So, Vicki, do me a favor. I'll draw the Morris from Morris Family Farms, and Between the Ribs will be there. And and we'll talk awesome. we'll we'll talk. So everybody wants to come out and meet with me and walk with me. Don't run with me, walk with me. <laughs> I'm a forty six I'm a listen, I'm a forty six year old, two hundred and eighty seven pound farmer. I will walk you or carry you to the finish line, but I I commit to you right now, we will be there. All right, we don't just talk awesome. about it, we be about it. Um, Heather has forty two thousand people to follow her on TikTok. I just challenged her <laughs> to get five dollars from every follower. That's two hundred that's two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. She's gonna start working on that because she cares. <laughs> I, All right, so we're gonna do our part. We're gonna do our part. Me and you're gonna talk off air to how I can get involved and help raise some money. I don't have a lot of personal wealth, but I, I know people that, that love living, and we're gonna try. We're gonna get involved and we're gonna help you. And hopefully, awesome. hopefully, we can have you back on. 
the Saturday before the walk, if you don't mind? Yes. Okay, so let's, let's do it. And that way we can freshen everybody up. So, Heather, write that down, please. Write it down. Uh, the Saturday before the walk, we'll have you back on. If you have anybody that you want to come out and send out to my shop to set up a yep. table, a booth on, on Saturdays or any day during the weeks, my address, uh, we'll give you, I'll give you that. It's 101 North Country Club Road, but I'll give you that again so you can have it. Anything that I can do, my family can do, Aww, we will thank do. You. I mean, I'll even put up a half a cow. If there's anybody out there, no, no, listen, we'll, we can, we will auction off a cow, we'll auction off, Ooh, auction uh, off prime ribs, we'll auction off tomahawks. I'm willing to put the whole farm up to help you raise money to, to get you two and a half million Aww, dollars. That's how dedicated I am to life. Thank you. So, Vicky. Thank you. Thank you. One more time, give out your phone number. We got to take a break. I'm so sorry. I wish I had all night to talk to you, um, but I know you probably got something to do with Saturday. Um, Thank you for being on. We're going to get back with you. Give out your number and your website one more time, please. Vicki Matthews, okay. Executive Director, Choices Women's Clinic. Okay. For patients or people who need help in an unexpected pregnancy, please go to choiceswomensclinic.com. For those of you who want to participate with us to change a culture of life here in the Central Florida area, go to Choices friends.com and anybody who wants to get in touch with me personally or our office call 407-244-5529 all right vicky thank you hey can we record our show from then on the 20th uh, i i don't know let's talk about okay. it florida man radio thank you please get involved with vicky matthew vicky thank you so much we gotta take a break we'll talk to you in a little bit in a couple weeks we're out of here well we're not out of here we're taking a break we'll be right Back Between the Ribs with Jonathan Morris on Florida Man Radio. Hey, hey, oh, Bubba Sparks and ha <laughs> T-Pain. I love this song, man. A thousand acre plot of land riding around in a Hummer. Hey, now that we have the phone lines open, and I, did, I, and I didn't get the number out on purpose, all right, and I, and I haven't opened up text on purpose, and we haven't opened up open mics on purpose, okay? Not to shut you out, but we had to give honor and respect to Vicky, and her time is very valuable. Um, and we have another guest that may be calling um, that is a product of a mom making the right choice and also a product of adoption. Um, and I'm not going to beat every, We're not beating everybody up. Please don't take this wrong way. This is real life right now, 51st anniversary of March for Life, um, and now we have Walk for Life. Read it. Well, all, all this stuff's going on, so, so this is relevant to what we're doing. And Faith, family. Farm, and faith, farm. family. And I'm not apologetic about it. I just want to let you know that I'm not judging anybody. I'm loud. I'm proud. I'm mean. I'm, be- I'm not ugly. I'm beautiful. Um, <laughs> and I'm so glad my mama had me. Right? right? And I'm so glad your mama had you because... If your mama hadn't had you and my mama hadn't had me, we wouldn't be sitting here talking to each other. Okay? And I think we, all the time we were done after having two kids. And I think all the time, I'm so glad we went ahead and had that third because every day that I see her, I'm like, I'm so grateful you're here. I mean, yes. choices weren't, I mean, there was, there was none of that. We well, weren't, I understand. You know, but we, you know how many people, and, and again, please don't take this the wrong way. I'm not, please don't take this the wrong way. I shouldn't say this because people are going to take it out of context, but I'm going to say it. How many people choose contraceptive or septic, whatever it's called? Contraceptive. And just say, hey, I'm 28 or I'm 27. I've got my two or I got my three. Not having no more. And that's cool. I'm not judging you. 
but you don't know what God had in store for you. What if, like, okay, I love all my children. Julian is a phenom. Annabelle is the funniest human being alive. She's Annabelle Grace, our little baby, 12 years old. She's my baby dad. She's my baby. She's I don't baby. know another human being that will be sitting in a room and think of a joke to herself and start cracking up laughing <laughs> and don't care who's listening. And then she'll tell you why she's laughing and get mad at you if you don't understand. Alana is a rock star with Down syndrome. Ain't nothing down about her. Audrina, are, now imagine this. Amy and I met, uh, and I'm not going to throw too much business out there, but Amy and I met, so, so, kind of similar circumstances. She worked as a waiter, waitress. I bounced at clubs. And it's a long story, so we're not going to go through all that. We met. She was, there was another dude she had been dating. I, I was with a girl the day before I met Amy. We met. Two months later, we got married. And then, of course, first comes love. Well, first comes lust. Then comes, hey, I like them shorts. Then comes marriage. And then it's like, oh, wait. I missed a cycle. What, what, what's a cycle? <laughs> right? 17, 18-year-old boy from the farm. What's a cycle? Oh, you mean, oh, that cycle. What do we do? Uh, I don't know. What do we do? And we had a baby. Right? But, but at, at 17, 18 years old, I'm trying to play college basketball. And, and, and I mean, just the whole life's going on. And, and now this girl that's a smoking hot white version of Tina Turner. I'm sorry, of Janet Jackson is pregnant. <clears throat> and you're like, what? But we had a baby. We started. And then there was another baby. And then it was another baby. And then my grandma got mad at us. And my grandma was like, I don't think my grandma used the word abortion. I don't think she used that word. But my grandma was like, y'all got to stop. Y'all can't keep having all these babies. It ain't fair for the kids. It ain't fair for your family. <clears throat> and then there was another baby and another baby and another baby. And we have eight, eight babies. Right? So, but please don't think I'm beating anybody up and I'm judging anybody. All right? But I got, I got some stats to throw out. Then we're going to kind of turn the page, change cycles, change gears. We got some Rock Johnson we got to talk about. We got vegetable seed beds. We got the end of the world. But now, the number, 321-339-1055. On your phone or mobile device, get the Florida Man Radio app down at the bottom, open mic, leave me an open mic. I really want you to join my conversation. I want you to be involved. Sparky, call back. The phone lines are open. Um, Whoever else was on hold, call back. The phone lines are open. Text us. If you're mad as hell, let me know. If you love it, let me know. If you hate it, let me know. Get involved. This is real life. The birth rate is at 1.2%. Okay? I'm sorry, 1.2. Not percent, 1.2. Abortion is another attack on humanity. Whether you believe in God or not, it's a spiritual attack on humanity. Okay? The less kids, the less people we have, the less humans we have, eventually there's no more humans. We have to have humans. This is insane to me, Heather. The group that says we are haters, when I say we, I'm talking about good moral people, like me and Todd were talking yesterday in the store. You don't have to be a Christian to have good morals, good morality. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can have a sense of right and wrong and make good moral decisions and not be like, I'm a born again believer in Jesus Christ, Okay. I'm not making fun of Jesus. Please don't kill me, God. But you know right from wrong, and you can be a good person and understand humanity and and respect humanity without being a Bible thumper, sitting in the Baptist church, holy water, holy Moses, right, or Catholic or whatever. But the party that says we are haters, and and so this is that's we we are the, that's who we are. We're the group. Either you're a Christian or you're conservative or you just love life. You're a good person. The party that says we're the haters are really the haters. And the party that calls themselves 
pro-choice, if they were really about pro-choice, they would be at the walk on the 20th supporting Vicky because they would want a woman to be, ed- see, empower women, right? Women power, women power, women Supported rights. Supported and informed so, about their decisions. So wouldn't women's lib and women's right and women's initiative want uneducated women to get educated so they can make the right decision for themselves? No. Kill that baby. Kill that baby. Kill that baby. Flush it down to whatever. And the coolest thing, not the coolest thing, I, I use that sometimes, I don't mean to. One of the coolest things about Vicky her conversation, and she has it in print, was she brought up men, and I'll capitalize, M-E-N. There's so much focused on my body, my choice, women's right, women's right, but what about the dad? Even if he was just a seed donor, some dude you met in a club and boom, 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 one night stand in the back of a truck or a cab or whatever. But another human being helped create that baby inside your body. And we ignore him. And we ignore the men until the baby's born, and they're like, hey, bro, you better pay us some child support. Right? Or they destroy the baby and don't even ask the man how he feels about it or what his right. thoughts, like at all. Right. Like he was just on one horse pony ride. Right. You know what I mean? He matters. He does matter. Men have feelings. I got feelings. Those are my feelings. I got feelings. So here's a few, a few stats. So the misconception, the uneducation, right? Oh, they overturned Roe versus Wade, Roe v. Wade. No, they didn't. They just sent it back to the states where it belonged. It was never a federal uh, uh, ruling. It should have always been state by state. But they lie, they manipulate, and they want to cause anger and riots. Heather, 314 attacks. And I'm not talking about they stood out front with a sign that said, we hate Christians and we hate pro-life. They burned buildings to the ground. Pregnancy centers, pro-life advocacy groups, Catholic charity groups, and I'm not, you know, I'm not big on Catholic charities, right? Because I think they're they're a front for for some for some money swallowing. But Bowling Green State University, I, I, I'm just going down this 314 attacks since that decision, right? Uh, arson worth a hundred thousand um, dollars. Oh my gosh! So so you already look, Oklahoma, Ohio, Little Rock, St. Louis, Maine. Uh, man sets himself on fire trying to burn down a church for offering counseling to women looking for abortion. Good for him. Go to hell early. Ohio, Nevada, Florida, England. It's not just in America. Virginia, North Carolina, Italy, New York, Oregon, Maryland, New York, Virginia. That was only number 18. I'm not going to go through all 314. It is like a pandemic, an epidemic, or whatever you want to call it of chaotic psychoticness because if you really believed in choice why would you go burn all these places down because heather wouldn't that be taking choices away from people you would sure think asinine stupidity hypocrisy all right violence against reproductive health care providers this is from the united states department of justice who we know are a little bit corrupt but they still have facts and, and case numbers where in 2023, so we're not talking about 100 years ago, we're talking about this past year, four people charged with a civil rights conspir- conspiracy, they call it the FACE Act, where they targeted attacks on pregnancy resource centers in Florida. They vandalized, they spray painted, they made threats, they beat up one of the doctors, 
And then they wrote signs and they spray painted the cards of the physician saying, we're coming for you. Defendants conducted intimidated, uh, intimidated, intimidating, uh, what do they call it? Like intimidating. Yeah, they were intimidating the healthcare workers and the people that worked at the places saying, if you open your doors, we're going to burn you to the ground. What is wrong with people? This is a church right here. Look at this. They spray painted blood and red paint. And we're, we're on, if you're on Facebook, look right here. They spray painted the fence. They put up different signs. They spray painted all the crosses. They vandalized the entire choice. That uh, pro-life is a lie. They don't care about the woman. They want the people to die just so they can keep having babies. What's wrong with you people having babies, Heather? Well, I think we just proved them wrong. There are <laughs> pregnancy look, centers. Like I used to do on <laughs> in the daytime show. Done with that. All right. You haters keep hating. Die a miserable death. So tell me a little bit more about your meat shop, and then let's go to a break, and then we'll come back with all that. I can't talk about the Rock Johnson. The what? That's a, that's a heck of a segue. From abortion, life, choice, education, to the Rock Johnson. We'll talk about him when we get back to break. Hey, guys, the meat shop is open for 37 more minutes. I hear, pray tell, that we have one porterhouse left, and we have plenty of pork chops left. If you want to get in on the spend $100 in cash, get four free pork chops. Spend $150 on the card and get four free pork chops. Celery, broccoli, buy two, <laughs> one for three, two for five. Florida sweet onions, you don't want to miss out. If you don't drive down there for anything else, go down there. Remember that? There used to be a, a thing for Black Friday or the Black Thursday, whatever that day is. Black Friday. When they're all standing at the door going, open, 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 open. Now everything's open on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> right. You need to be at my store begging them to stay open, 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 open. Because you want those sweet onions in your bate. Farmer Radio, I'm Jonathan Morris. We got The Rock Johnson, and then we're going to teach you how to create your own seedbed, the importance of seedbed, and knowing the difference of types of seedbeds that you need so you don't blindly go into the night and waste your money, and then you still starve. Popolictic warfare. We'll be right back. Getting you back between the ribs with Jonathan Morris on Florida Man Radio. I just need you to get real loose. Get comfortable. Shannon Berger, you're doing the two-step. Grab your partner. The Rock Johnson just got bumped for the guy you know, you love. Shannon Burke is on the horn with me. How you doing, my man? Who'd you bump for me? The Rock Johnson. Oh, yeah. You can get it some other time. Yeah, he's good, man. He, he's, he just joined the board of TKO. And we, he, 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 you know what? It's Shannon Burke's time. We'll talk about The Rock Johnson another day. Yeah, turn your, your mic up just a little bit. I like your guest. Oh, awesome. Wasn't she great? But she was great. Uh, and I couldn't call when I wanted to because uh, I was picking up Rick James from the uh, groomers. Okay. And he looks fabulous, by the way. Uh, all right. Uh, but I wanted to ask her um, how many or do they counsel uh, pregnant women that don't want to keep their baby, but they won't do want to bring it to, you know, into this world and put it up for adoption. Um, I didn't hear her talk about that, but... Uh, but I think that's a, that's a very important thing. You know, you, just because you're, you've chosen to keep the child, keep the baby, uh, I mean, you know what I mean? There's people that have children all the time that they don't want that they bring into this world because there's some parents out there that want it, that need it, and they can't have one themselves. Right, yes. And you know what? I had that, and I forgot to ask. Um, but uh, she, we're going to have her back on, Shannon. I don't know if you want to get involved. I don't, you don't have to come in over the radio. Um, but I, I've committed to the walk on the 20th. 
We're gonna yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put some stuff up. We're gonna help her raise some money. Um, I'm gonna have her back on the weekend before that, so I'll make sure we go over the uh, putting your child up for adoption. And that's why I asked you at the store today. Hey, if you have time, call in because we would not have Florida Man Radio Shannon Burke. If That's your right. mom would have aborted you instead of putting you up for adoption. Had Dolores Rosenstock uh, <laughs> decided to abort me, uh, you're right, I, I wouldn't be here. Um, excuse me. Uh, but, you know, thankfully she didn't. Um, and it was a time in 1965 before Roe v. Wade, but there was still plenty of, uh, I don't know what you call them, back alley abortions or whatever. They, 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 were, they weren't uncommon. Uh, but she chose to, with the uh, intent of putting me up for adoption. All my brothers and sisters, except for the very last one, were adopted, if you know what I mean. Wank, wank. Like, my mom's like, I can't have kids. Let's adopt a bunch of kids. And then all of a sudden, bingo, whatever. You know, was, wasn't working, started working. Dad stepped up, laid one down. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and, 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 and they didn't, you know, so all of my, you know, my two brothers and my two sisters, or two brothers and a sister were adopted. And all of them from the same OB gin that my mother went to. She went there regularly, and uh, this guy had other uh, patients that were carrying children they didn't intend to keep, and uh, were seeing him for their, you know, prenatal care, whatever they're doing. And so he, he was like a broker, <laughs> you know. <laughs> he was okay. like, "Hey, I got some for you. You guys ready for another one? I gotta, you know." And that's how they all happened privately. And then, um, wait, wait, hang on, hang on, real quick, hang on, just pause for a second. Your mom, your, your, she's your mom, the lady that raised you, right? Not biologically, but she's your mother, right? Josephine Burke is the woman who raised you. That yes. is my mother. So she, your, the, her doctor knew that she basically was like, I want babies. I yes. want no babies to die. If there's any babies up for adoption, call me first. I got first right for refusal. I got dibs or whatever. This guy did it for, apparently, this was, there was a big, you know, it was a, uh, he didn't make any money off it. He's just doing it out of the goodness of his heart. But there were plenty. I mean, obviously, he uh, he, he uh, threw four my mother's way. Oh, so, <laughs> no, that, listen, I think people need to hear this. And like I said, I'm not apologetic about talking about this for the whole show. I mean, and we have other things to talk about, but. I, I want people to know, like, we are not attacking abortion. We are giving people no. education to what about, what are you getting, what are you killing? Like, your mom unconsciously would have killed Shannon Burke. You have brought a lot to this world. You're, you know, you, you are, you mean a lot to a lot of people. Um, my mom did not abort me. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, <laughs> yeah. hopefully I mean a lot to a lot of people. I have eight children that depend on me. But I think it's awesome that people need to know that there's women out there like your mom, Miss Burke, that are like, hey, I want babies and I can't have them. Don't kill yours. I'll take it. I'll raise it. It won't be weird. Nobody's right. going to talk about it. After my brother Sean was adopted, my youngest brother, my dad made my mother get a new OB gin. So <laughs> <laughs> he said, we're done with this guy. This guy, we're finished. You've got to find a new doctor. Oh, my goodness. That is hilarious. Oh, wow. But so listen, I at least to a lot of other great things. And you think, oh, I don't know. If I put my kid up for adoption, what kind of life he'll have or whatever, he'll have a life, period. But my life has been great. It's been a very rewarding, uh, you know, uh, ups and downs. But but it led me also, with the advent of DNA and Ancestry and all these other things, to find a brother that I didn't know I had that's older than me. And for the first time in my life, I'm, a young, I'm someone's younger brother. I have an older brother. And uh, that's just been a, a, a beautiful thing in my life. Really, really amazing. And, uh, we, you know, I just talked to him yesterday. Um, you know, we're, we're just really close. And uh, I found a, a couple of nephews and a niece. 
uh, in Seattle that uh, were the that are the kids of a. My my birth mother's legitimate child, <laughs> who, he was killed in a, in a car accident in the 90s, yeah. but I met his kids, and, and it's just been a, a great journey for me. I wouldn't change it for the world. And, and I don't consider anyone, my mother or my father, except for my mother and my father, the two, the two people that raised me and whooped my ass and put me through school, and you know. Those are my. That's those are my. Those are my parents. Yes, you know? and you know I'm glad you said that because so many people get caught up on well, you ain't my real daddy, that you ain't my daddy, and you know you ain't my mama. But just because you carry a child or you put seed in a woman, it doesn't necessarily make you a parent. It makes you a father or a mother biologically, but being a parent is a, is an action word. It's an action word. You raise and rear a human being into an adult, and you have a bond with that person. That is sometimes probably stronger than blood, um, and, and, and uh, my, I was curious when you met your niece. And I'm jumping around, I'm sorry. But when you met your niece and nephew from your biological mom's son passed away, was it weird? Was it exciting? Like it how did they awesome. how did they take you? Well, then like, well, there's one nephew who wasn't, wasn't didn't really uh, he. I don't know if he couldn't make it or whatever. But one of them, his name is Reese. Uh, and he's just, I should tweet a picture of us together because we, I mean, it is, uh, uncanny how much we look like each other. Send it to, send it to Heather. We'll put it up if you're okay with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get to dig it up here on my phone. All right. Um, uh, it was wonderful. They loved it. I loved it. Kim was with me. It was just, um, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a great time and, uh, I wouldn't change it for the world. We stay in touch. I, you know, they live in the Seattle Tacoma area, so. It's not like we zip up there every once in a while, right? But we stay in touch. We communicate. We, you know, now and then my my new brother John that I found my older brother, he's uh, up in Seattle a, a lot because uh, his, it's a weird story. His wife was adopted and she's found family in Seattle. So wow, yeah. So yeah. he he goes up there and he met Reese and spent some time with him last time he was up there. Uh, so you know, it's, it's like come full circle. Now your brother. Uh-huh. John, is he the mountain of the man that's much bigger than you? Is that the yes. one? Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a picture Big of you. Him. You, you. Yeah, you showed me him. He's a, you, you, you're like in his armpit or something, I think. Yes. <laughs> I try to put my arm around his shoulder, and I damn near dislocate it every time I do. <laughs> He's so high up in the air. Yeah, come by but, and see me. He's going to adjust you when you get done hugging him. <laughs> just a wonderful man. I'm going to send this to you right now, Heather. Just a wonderful guy. Are you and, okay if we put it up on my page? Yeah, 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 sure. All right, post Absolutely. it Absolutely. Let me see. Heather. Um, He's sending it to Heather. Um, no, I'm just sitting here racking my brain. I'm following this thing in my brain, like like DNA chains, you know, like atomic bomb. I feel like the guy in that movie, right, that, that built the bomb. I can see all this in the sky right now. You got a brother who has a, a wife who was adopted. You were adopted. You mean biological Listen people. to this. You heard about the, when I found out about my brother John, my G, uh, we have a dear friend that's a genealogist. She was helping me do the ancestry. I'd already found my mother's side uh, the old-fashioned way. I went to the court, got them to release the documents, tra- traced the birth certificate, and found names, and found a grave site, and went from there. And I did all of that on my own. And then my genealogist was, did you do ancestry yet? I said, nah, I haven't done that yet. I did, I did some other deal. She goes, let me do it. Here, spit this thing. I'll take care of it. Give me uh, admin admin powers on your account. And the next time we met, the way I would, uh, you know, she works, she does this for a living all over the world. Uh, for different cities, Ireland, Seoul, Korea, all over the place. Wow. Uh, auditing their DNA databases. So she she comes over. I have to prepare her lavish brunch on Sunday because that's <laughs> how I pay her. So I've got this huge, I've been cooking all morning. And so she goes through these things. She tells me about my father's side of the family, Vaklov Kasalov, more of that later. Uh, 
And she goes, and then we're finishing brunch. I said, wow, that's really cool. I found who they are. They shortened it, Kossel, off to Casal, and I had the whole breakdown of the names and blah, blah, blah. And then she goes, oh, one more thing I found on Ancestry. She reached into her briefcase, and she pulls out a piece of paper. She goes, you've got another brother on your mother's side. Wow. I'm like, what? She said, yeah, and he lives in Dallas. I'm like, what? She goes, his name is John Gilchrist. And I'm like, what? She goes, what, is that name familiar? I said, I dated a girl uh, named uh, Dana Gilchrist in high, high school. Oh, I remember this story. And, yeah, and she, she goes, don't get excited. It's a very common name. I said, okay. <laughs> we finish up. We wrap up. I'm just, I'm stunned. I sit down. Uh, it's Sunday. I'm watching football, and the, my, my cell phone rings, and I pick it up, and it's, it's, it's our friend. And she goes, did you say uh, uh, Dana Gilchrist? <laughs> and I said, yeah. And she goes, would her name be now Dana Hillcrest hyphen Miller? I said, yeah. Well, that's what it says on my Facebook. She says, that's your sister. Like Joe Dirt, you were making out with your sister? <laughs> well, it turns out, as it, as, as it turns out, she was adopted as oh. well, but her brother was my brother John. They just had the same last name because, yeah, freaky, freaky stuff. Wow. So it wasn't a Joe Dirt move where you've been making out no. with your sister. Now you're like, hey, you've already done it. Might as well do it again. <laughs> I, did, I, did, I did make out quite a bit with, with uh, Dana when she was uh, 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 in high school. So, But she was adopted no blood. Yes, yes. So it's not that bad. No, no, no. no it's not, it's that not bad. like you grew up in the same house together and still did it. It's no, still but a long I, story. I, you got to explain it. I dated her best friend, Jenny who lived across the alley from Dan, and I was often in her home, you know, going back and forth. So, I, And I saw her brother. She had several. So I, I, I saw him. We can't, you know, we saw, we, we, I don't know if we came eye to eye. But Wait, I, so you, know. you were that close to your biological brother your whole life and but, never knew it? We weren't super close. I just dated his sister's best friend and was in his home. Uh, uh, a number of times, right? Yes. You know, okay. Listen, if we were no a idea. If, if we were a, I just hall- found this out three years ago. Yeah, but listen, if we were a Hallmark movie, which we're not, you know, you'd be walking in, see the girl, and you could feel something in your soul. Da-da-da-da-da. You turn around, and John's standing across the street, and he's like, da-da-da-da-da. and you're like, what, brother? Yeah, what? That's what could it be? <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> that what it could be. Crazy man, it's a crazy story, and uh, uh, it really is. I love to tell it because it just blows people's minds. Uh, oh, so then after before I find out that Dana was. Uh, uh, was adopted and John was adopted and she wasn't my real sister I sent her a Facebook message to go I needed to find her brother and his phone number to break the news and she said I said call me right away uh, it's not an emergency but uh, as soon as you possibly could and she responded like 20 minutes later and said are you going to tell me that you're my brother or something? <laughs> she says, LOL. And I responded, yes. My phone rang. I'm in, uh, in, freaking, in like three seconds. Like, she, she's brushing yeah. her teeth and gargling and spitting. <laughs> I feel so dirty. I feel so dirty. <laughs> it's a great story. Oh, great wow, Shannon. That's so, awesome. I mean, you know, uh, putting up your kid for, for adoption is an option. And it will be a blessing to some other family uh, or many other families uh, and perhaps to the world. But that, you know, those, you know, there are options. You can keep this child. You can put it up for adoption. You can, you know. I I like what Vicky said, you know, and and I don't know if you were if you heard me the last segment uh, before you kicked in about pro-choice is really not pro-choice because if they were. They would allow places like Vicky's and all these places they burned down. 314 places they burned down yeah. since the Roe v. Wade decision went back to the States. I'm not going to use the word overturned because it wasn't overturned. It was just sent back to the States. Right. 314 buildings have been burned to the ground so women cannot have a choice. 
And it's not about choice. It's about pushing the agenda of killing babies. And that's all it's about. I don't care if, if I said it too harsh. I said well, it too harsh. Go ahead. You, know, you, you don't have to look. It's been softened too much um, for too long. You know, and, and, and any honest American that has a pro-choice belief needs to and and has to needs to justify it with the reason abortion was you know why Margaret Sanger uh, pushed abortion uh, uh, in, in the very beginning um, it was all about eugenics and very deeply troubling and racist and awful history of abortion which you know and they don't say it outright now they don't come out and just and say you know we gotta cut down on the darkies you know but but it's in the it's in the ideology when you look at the numbers of races that have abortions and the and the yes. disproportionately huge number of black americans that abort children over white and other uh, americans and it's astonishing it's it is astonishing it continues to um it continues to fulfill its uh, margaret sanger's mission Yes, exactly. and, and it's not funny it's disgusting isn't it disgusting that we got rid of an indian on a, on a on a butter jar we got Indian. We got rid of a black lady on a maple syrup jar a bottle. We got in, in rid of a, a whatever else they got rid of. But God forbid they won't speak about getting rid of abortion. Abortion is solely based in racism and hatred and to get rid of black people. I mean, that's just called a spade a spade. I know there are medical reasons for it, and I know there are strong beliefs about rape and incest and and, and others, but, uh, yeah, you can't really argue that it's pure and uh, well, well, you know what's crazy? Heather, your bird dog, Heather, right? We ought to, I don't know if she's a coon dog or a bird dog. She looked up a stat. Shannon, you may already know this, but it blew me away. Do you know rape and incest is less than 1% of, yes. of, of, of abortions? Yes. So it's yes. not about rape and incest. They push that to, to make us look like crazy people. Like, oh, you don't care about the rape victim. And it's One, if you add the abortion numbers to the population numbers, we're no longer in a, a, a birth rate uh, uh, crisis. Yes, you're right. That one point two. That one point two goes up over two to three. Right? It goes three point one. Three point one. Okay, man. Hey, I don't know. Do you so want to hang out? Do you want to hang out for seed banks? Or are you done with us? We gotta uh, we gotta take a quick break. I'm going to see you guys. I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta uh, get a beer. And no, you're I'll cool, man. All right, all right, all right. We love Bye. you. We'll be right back. Florida Man Radio. Shannon Burke on the line. Thank God his mama had him. We'll be right back. Getting you back between the ribs with Jonathan Morris on Florida Man Radio. I, I don't know. I don't know if we have time for any more music. We just got to talk. We're running out of daylight. Uh, before I get to a seed bank and German Plaza Bank and all the good stuff and the bad stuff and the stupid stuff, uh, I was here. may or may not still be with us. He had to crack a cold one. But I had Sparky and I had another lead that had been holding on for almost an hour. So I want to bring bring Sparky on first. Uh, Sparky, keep it keep it short, buddy, because we're up against we're up against the clock. What you got, buddy? What's going on, man? What's up, buddy? Did you get that package? I got your package, man. We're out here in Cedar Key. We glamping. I stayed on hold. I get it, man. Hey, look, that's a great topic. You've been doing great all day. Uh, I love you. Hey, support your local farmer, guys. Jonathan Morris is me. It's the best, man. Hey, go out, go yeah. out and get you some your groceries. Sparky, you hit the tomahawks yet? Or that later on tonight? I got, uh, we're going to do the tomahawk next weekend because my cousin's coming in from Oregon, and oh, we're yeah. doing the ribeyes tonight, bro. Oh, fantastic. I'm glad you got your box. It's kind of cool. You and another Lee, I sent boxes out on Thursday, and I, I told the UPS guy they got to be there Friday. They don't mess me up. These guys are going to the woods. They're going camping. And um, so I sent y'all's two boxes out. Everybody else, 
I'm shipping out on Monday. So if you're in the Meatbox family, I know I'm a couple of days late, but I just I had to do what I had to do with the business of the family. But you'll have your box either Tuesday or Wednesday if you're if you're anybody else. Todd came by and picked his up. Sparky, uh, you ate them ribeyes yet, or are you getting ready to eat them? No, we got the fire going right now, man. We went fishing today. I caught a trout. I caught some stingray. Um, my my cousin he caught a. What did you catch? A couple catfish, a couple stingray, but. We just had a good time, man. It was just out here, like I said, redneck glamping, bro. Hey, listen, Sparky, real quick. I'm going to tie this all together. Aren't you glad nobody's mama aborted y'all out there on the glamping trip? Absolutely, brother. Listen, I wouldn't I wouldn't know you if I didn't know Shannon. I wouldn't know Don Miller if I didn't know Shannon. It, it's a chain, man. I get it. I agree with you. My, my son, Sammy, is a... Six percenter. He's a birth control baby. My wife was freaking out. She was she was freaking out, man. At thirty eight years old, she thought when she told me she was pregnant, I was going to freak out. I was like, no, we're just going to do this all over again. It's all good. Give life a chance, man. Absolutely, bro. Sparky, There's people I, out there that need babies. Sparky, I love you, buddy. You, your son's a six percenter. I love him, buddy. He's a birth. He ain't no crack baby. He's a birth control baby. <laughs> All right, Sparky, hey, enjoy the woods. Come home safe. Um, we'll talk to you next time, bud. All right, another lead. We got to roll, buddy. Make it quick, my man. I know you've been on hold, and I hey, appreciate hey, you. Hey, yeah, guys, I know you got to roll. I'm sorry. Real quick, give me give me a tip on my tomahawk. Okay, you cooking it inside, outside? Where are you doing it? Well, I was going to I was gonna flash it on the grill and then put it in the oven. I thought I no, heard no. you No, no. Listen, do it. All right, no, do it. Do it. Listen, real quick. Listen, real quick. Write this down quick. Pull it out of the refrigerator an hour before you're going to cook it. Salt, pepper, garlic. That's it. Salt, pepper, garlic. Let it sit on the counter for an hour. Preheat your oven to 225. Put it in 225 for an hour. When you get down to five or six minutes, get your grill smoking hot. Fired up, son. All right? When it comes out of the, sm- the oven at 225, immediately put it on the grill. Four minutes one side, four minutes the other side. Do not stick it with a fork. Use tongs so you don't break the seal. Pick it up and roll the fat cap on the fire for about three minutes to char that fat. Put it on a plate, let it rest for 10 minutes, and then eat that sucker to the bone, boy. You know it, brother. Y'all have a great night. Hey, Lee. Hey, Lee, aren't you glad you're alive? Uh, You you know it, man. You know it. All right, my man. Be safe out there, buddy. All right, brother. Shannon, you still there? Uh, You too. Shannon, you still there? Shannon's gone. I have no idea. Shannon's gone. He's big. He's big 30. All right, so I'm going to give as much as I can on vegetable seed beds now that we've talked about everything else. The Rock Johnson got bumped for Shannon Burke, and we're cool with that because uh, The Rock Johnson ain't never been in my shop, so I don't know him in no love. But if you're into wrestling, he's back in wrestling. We'll just leave it at that. A seed bank is a place where suitable conditions are maintained to conserve, conserve seed and seed specimens of different plant species, wild or cultivated. The object is clear, Heather to ensure the preservation of as many plants as possible for prosperity. So where are they keeping them? Like, okay, seed banks. So, so what okay, is that? Where? So we, we call them in the old days, well, not old days, I'm only 46. We've always called them seed rooms. And if Do you, you have ever, one? Um, not anymore because I plant as I grow and I grow as I plant and I haven't needed one. Now, when I used to farm what they call a section, 635 acres, yes, I had a seed room. And basically... You can go to any 
uh, refrigeration scrapyard or any aftermarket refrigeration place. Uh, there's three of them in Sanford, Lake Mary area. They're all over the place. Or Google walk-in coolers, okay? Or you can build your own out of uh, particle board, insulation foam, and a window unit. And then you go online. This place is called, uh, 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 oh, my goodness, uh, Coolbot. I think it's called Coolbot. Don't call me. It's either called Coolbot or Bot Cool. It's a little device that you plug into your your outlet, and then you plug your window unit into that, and it bypasses the shutoff switch. I should have kept Sparky on for this. It bypasses the shutoff switch, so the so like most window units will go down to like 62, 63 degrees, but they have the potential to go all the way down to like thirty nine, right? They have enough free on in them to go down to thirty nine. Now they don't freeze, but they go down, they go down to about thirty nine. So this Coolbot is an override that keeps your, your breaker from popping and it allows the timer to not click on the window unit and a window unit that you can buy at Home Depot, Lowe's, Ace Hardware, anywhere. Instead of running at 63, it'll run at like 39 to 42. You can build you a 10 by 10, an 8 by 8, it don't matter. Insulate it, weatherproof it, make sure you can't get no rats, no roaches, no bugs. And then you buy seed and you store your seed there. Now, Typical seed is good for three to four years. That's what I was going to ask. So here's the reality. I'm the reality farmer. If you're going to save seed, you got to do two things. You got to spend money and then throw it away and spend more money, right? Because if the world doesn't end in three to four years and your seed isn't any good because it's been there too long, and it may be longer than that, maybe up to seven years. I have to check. It all depends on the different varieties of seed and how pure the, the seed was and how it was harvested how it was handled coming out of the field, how it got dry. There's a lot of equations that go into how long seed lasts. I used to have onion seeds from 1921. But those seeds wouldn't still be good, they right? Were, they were fine, except for when my uncle gave them to me, they were a seed variety that since 1921 had been grown in northern Ohio. So when I planted them in Florida, they grew a beautiful crop. But I was trying to... And I, and I harvested them and sold them at, my, at the farmer's market. People, it was a sweet onion. It was my grandpa's variety. He, he, he created it. Like through crossbreeding, he developed it. And my uncle still has the seed, the bulbs, in a, in a seed room in Ohio today from 1921. So they're 102 years old. Wow. Okay? Now, they're not the original seed that's 102 years old. Every year, like the Bible says, you don't eat it all. Right? You don't eat your whole crop. You're not a moron. So you have to save some for the next plant. So every year my uncle grows rows of sweet onions, harvests them, and then he leaves what they call a seed row, and he allows a certain amount of the crop to go to seed. Oh. All right? Now, this is going to be a, a show for next week because... Yeah, I want to know more about this. Listen, we're going to have to crack into... There's, there's six letters you have to know. O-P, H-Y, and G-M-O. Well, there's actually seven. seven. I know. He's a farmer, people. I'm Joe Biden. Oh, there's only four <laughs> letters. U.S. of A and two to go. <laughs> um, but a seed room is a place that you control the environment. You keep it dry and cool, and seed will maintain and not germinate and not dry out, so you have it for the future. Now, I'm not going to say too many negative things because I know there's other shows that advertise for companies that offer this 25-year guarantee. I don't know a seed out there that will last 25 years. I don't know of one. 
especially when they advertise heirloom OP, which is open pollinated varieties. And that's the important thing. If you're going to get a seed bed going and you're going to get a seed room going in your house, your garage, your barn, if you buy GMO seeds or you buy altered seeds, most of them, well, 99, you know what, 100% of GMO seeds do not reproduce. I was going to say they don't they don't produce the seeds they that don't. are they, viable. They, well, they have seeds, but not the seeds that regrow. Right. And a lot of potato varieties and a lot of root variety They're crops sprayed. are sprayed with Kilsey, so they don't reproduce. So there's a lot we have to crack into about seed beds. Florida Man Radio, I'm Jonathan Morris. This has been Between the Ribs. We've talked about life. And next week we'll continue, and I will. I promise, I promise, I promise, we will go into seed beds, and I'll tell you everything you need to know from A to Z next week about how to survive and how to grow your own crops and save your own seed once you get started with a seed bed, a seed bank. Today we learned about human life seed banks, the, the, the lady's womb that God gave us. It's been an honor and a pleasure. Thank you to Amy. I'm sorry. Thank you to Vicky being on the phone. Uh, Heather, thank you for lining that up. That she fun. will be back. Guys, listen, get involved. Plan on coming down on the 20th and get involved. Let's go take a walk together. Let's raise some money to get babies born and to have women making healthy choices. And it's choiceswomensclinic.com or choicesfriends.com. You can find that all on the uh Florida Man Radio and Network out, Facebook page and for the check live out, video. Check out Shannon and Reese. I think Heather updated it. Morganic Meats, I'll be open on Tuesday at the shop. Come by and see me. Uh, and we're cooking all week now. Come get your hot lunch and supper at Morganic Meats, 101 North Country Club Road in Lake Mary, 407-402-5686. We're out of here. I'm the son of